to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. your goodness and for your mercy we thank you lord for your faithfulness Amen. we thank you lord for how far you have brought us pray lord that your grace will find us once again lord give us of the holy spirit speak to us talk to us draw us closer and closer to you lord we ask, Lord, that you prepare our hearts for the seed that is about to be sown. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wonderful. Why don't you clap your hands together as you take your seats? Wonderful. Awesome. Wow. I am glad to see all of you. Powerful. Well, um, we want to hear the word of God, and I want you to have a prepared heart, mind, and spirit to receive. And I believe that you are going to be blessed. Amen. You are going to be healed. You are going Amen. to be restored. Amen. Whatever is a burden, whatever is an illness, a disease, whatever is troubling, whatever is heaviness, at the end of this message, you are going to be restored. Amen. That you are going to be restored. Amen. I will say that the Lord sends forth his word and it does not return to him void. Mm. So believe that as the word of God is coming, it is going to restore you. It's going to accomplish a special purpose in you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It is particularly for you. Say it is for me. It is for me. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, this afternoon or this morning, I want to share with you why your soul is important. Wow. Mm. What a message. Why your soul is important. Before we go on, thank you. Let us look at our scripture of the week, Philippians 4 and verse 19. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. But my God shall. Say shall. Shall. Say my God. My God. Say my God. My God. Shall. Shall. Not maybe. Not may, well, not may, not may. May supply means it, it may or may not. Yeah, but it says, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches hey. in glory by Christ Jesus. Hey. Not according to your riches, not according to your hard work, not according to your ability, not according to your background, not according to your degree, not according to your profession, but according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. Now, this is the promise of God. This is what comes when we offer sacrifices that are acceptable and well-pleasing to God. Amen. Amen. Such as availing yourself for his work, for his service. You see, we quote this scripture all the time, but we don't know even the scriptures that are before that. Do you see? But it says, but I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus, the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. This is what the church sends to the minister when they helped him to do the work of God. 
Then this promise followed. It says, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. There is no sacrifice that you make for the Lord that goes unaccounted for. You understand? Every sacrifice you made, you make is accounted for. And all the sacrifices you have made have been accounted for. And God will supply all your needs. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's say this scripture together as a church. One, two, three, go. Philippians 4.19 But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.19 Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Wonderful. And that brings us to our all-important message for today. Preach, Why preacher. your soul is important. Amen. 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 How many of you are aware or you are you know that you have a soul? Hey. How many of you? Okay, now put your hands down. How many of you woke up this morning thinking of your soul? Okay, one, two, three, four. Very good. Now, how many of you woke up this morning thinking of brushing your teeth, taking a shower, doing your makeup, doing your hair, the dress that you put on the flesh? How many of you thought about your breakfast and your lunch and what you will eat for dinner today? My hands are up. Two hands. Sister is saying everything. Amen. Amen. Now, you are not the only one. That is very normal. You understand? It's not a sin. That is, don't, sort of you who didn't lift up your hands, I don't know how you woke up this morning. You didn't even think of your breakfast, your coffee, your, it's, you know. It's, it's a lying, lying mentality. You didn't think of that. That is, I don't know how you, you care for yourself. I don't know what you were thinking of. <laughs> you were not thinking of your soul. You are not thinking of your flesh. <laughs> what were you thinking of? You can't wake up and not think of anything. Who are you? <laughs> the mind's at rest. <laughs> but you see, I just asked that question for a reason. You see, the nature and the form of your soul is not clearly described anywhere else except in the Bible. Do you understand? If it wasn't for the Bible, you hardly will hear of soul. True. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. It is the Bible that teaches, that teaches us that there is a part of man that is the soul and how important that soul is. It is the Bible that teaches us that. We don't naturally think of soul. At all. We don't normally think of the soul. It is something that many people do not pay attention to. And for that matter, many people do not care too much about the soul. Mm. Because you don't see the soul. We are created and we have senses which direct us. And our senses are what make certain things important to us. Mm. Our senses, because we have the ability to smell, our body odor is conscious. We are, it is important to us. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, yes. Because we can see our looks are important to us mm. because we can feel our texture, our skin, our, all things that we can feel and touch are important to us. Preach. Because we can feel hungry, food is important to us. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So that is the nature of man. Amen. You see, 
we, we say so, 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 and it's because we don't see the soul physically. We don't seem to know what an important part of man the soul is. Truth. We hear and we say it and we talk about it, but we don't know how important the soul is. But once you know how important the soul is, you'll realize that the soul deserves more attention and more care than you have given him. Mm. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? The soul is not visible to your eyes. Mm. You can't touch him. You can't feel him. So you don't know he's even there. And so you don't pay attention to him. And that is why many of you woke up this morning not thinking about the soul. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? But the soul is very important. Mark chapter 8 and verse 36. Mark chapter 8 and verse 36. The Bible says, this is what Jesus said. Mark 8, 36. Jesus said, For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What shall it profit a man? if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul. Hmm. You see, from this statement, you realize that there is nothing in this world that can be compared to the soul. True. So why so much fuss about the soul? Why is the soul so important? Why do we make so much fuss about the soul? Why does the Bible talk so much about the soul? This is what we are learning today. Why your soul is important. important. You are yes, Pastor. Why is your soul so this important. important? Why do you have to pay attention to the soul? Number one, your soul is important because it is the inner man. Mm. You know, there is something that the Bible calls inner man. Now, first of all, let me see by hand, how many of you believe what the Bible says. Let me see. Let me show by hand. If you believe, some of you are not showing up, you are not putting up your hand. I'm taking it that you don't believe (laughs) what the Bible says. I'm serious. You know, it's important. You know, when I ask a question, don't say, you know, oh, you know, um, one of those things that Reverend asks, you know, show by hand. It's an important question because then I will know what I am saying and to whom. Do you understand? Because it may not mean anything. If, for instance, I asked this question and no one lifted up his hand, then I would have ended the service because then it's not important. Because everything that I'm going to say is what the Bible says. And if you don't believe what the Bible says, then, then I have nothing else. Do you understand? True. I don't have any scientific evidence (laughs) or proof if that is what you are waiting for to show you why the soul is important. I'm just going to read Bible scriptures to you. That is why I ask. So once again, how many of you believe what is written in the Bible? Some of you didn't hear or you don't believe. It is (laughs) All right, very good. Okay, those who believe, please put up, put down your hand. Then hear what I am saying, because okay. it is in the Bible. Amen. And I say that your soul is important because it is the inner man. Hmm. The Bible calls something inner man that in you is another man. Preach. Inner man, the real man. Hmm. And the Bible says it is this real man who will live forever when the flesh is dead. Amen. Do you see why that soul is important? That Amen. inner man is the soul. It is mm. a person, inner, but inside. Amen. It is inside. You see, you have a liver. You have kidneys. Mm-hmm. 
Do you understand? You have all kinds of organs in you. You never wake up thinking of your liver. You don't wake up thinking of your kidney. Do you see? The day you think of your kidney is the day that you cannot pee. When you cannot pee, you cannot urinate, you begin to think of your kidney. When you cannot, when you, when you start turning yellow and you can see that you are yellow, your eyes are yellow, then the doctor will tell you that there is something in you called liver. And now you begin to focus on the liver and to do everything you can to make the liver well. True. Then you begin to ask questions about the liver. Then you go on the internet and search about the liver. How does the liver work? What can I do to make my liver better? What can I do to restore my liver? You see, now the liver becomes important to you. But it's important, whether you know it or not. The liver is a very, we call the liver the noble organ. It's more important than the brain. You don't know. You see, you think your brain, but you have never thought of even developing your liver. You go to school to develop your brain. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. But it's a very important organ in you, and it does not become important, or you are not conscious of it until you see something or you feel something. True. You are preaching. Now, the Bible calls something the inner man. And the inner man is there. Whether you believe it or not, it is there. You will never become conscious of it until the day he matters. Preach. And then you wish you had paid all that. Let me tell you, people who drink alcohol and get toxic liver or their livers fail, they never worry about their liver until they are told that your liver is gone and you have three months to live, except that you get another liver to replace your liver. And then the liver becomes so important to you. And then you wish that you have never tasted alcohol. I'm telling you, every alcoholic who is on the bed in a, in a, in a, in a pre-transplant unit waiting for liver to be transplanted him, wish he had never tasted alcohol, wish he had never encountered alcohol, Mm. does not have any taste for alcohol. You talk about you cannot wean yourself from alcohol. It's an addiction. I'm telling you, when the alcoholic is about to die from liver failure, he has weaned himself completely, 100%, never want to touch alcohol. You say alcohol is addiction and you can't get rid of it. The alcoholic who is dying has gotten rid of it. Never want to touch alcohol. And I tell you, the day that you find out that there's something about this inner man, you wish that you had paid all attention to this inner man. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. You wish that you had you had woken up this morning thinking about the inner man. You wish that you had paid every attention to care for this inner man, but you didn't know that liver was that important and that alcohol kills the liver. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So there is this inner man. And he lives forever when the flesh is dead. And wow. Jesus describes how the soul of a man suffered. The soul of a man suffered in hell while the soul of another man was in heaven. Amen. Jesus described it Amen. in Luke chapter 16 and verse 19. You are Luke 16 and verse 19. He says, there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fed sumptuously every day. Rich man ate sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar, a certain poor man named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sauce. So this Mm. poor man was always begging the rich man for food. Okay, the Bible says, 
and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs come and licked his sauce. Okay. And it came to pass that the beggar died. Are you listening? Yes. I want you to pay attention to what I'm sharing with you. It came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. Mm. The rich man also died and was buried. Stay right there, please. <laughs> you see, this is what we know about life. Mm-hmm. Buried, and that's it. It's done. It's gone. We all think and behave as if life ends right here. Verse 22. What we do know about life is that a child is or the baby is conceived in the womb, stays there for nine months, and is born, and the child grows, starts crawling, starts walking, starts talking, starts going to school, and grows and goes to school, develop the brain, get a job, get married, work hard, work hard, work, acquire wealth, acquire this, build a house, have a family, also do this and do that and grow up, become an important person. Some are important, some are not important. Some become very rich, some not rich, some poor, some educated, some not educated, and then die and Mm. is buried. That is all we know. Mm. We know that this is the end of our lives. True. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? And we do know that the ones who were educated, once you are born, you will die. We know that the rich will die, the poor will die, the, 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 the educated will die, the uneducated, the black will die, the white will die. Everyone will die and will be buried. Hmm. And we go, we bury you, and then we come home and we are forgotten. We come back and eat and continue to live until we are also buried. And then once you go, then we take you, we bury you, and we come back and we continue our life. We don't think of anything. We don't know of anything beyond this point. Yeah, and then we visit your tombstone every year. You understand? We build tombstone for you, and then we come by and we put flowers on every year thinking that you are down there that is why we come and put flowers there yeah they say keep looking at keep looking over us yes we are begging you to keep looking <laughs> over us are you understand what i'm sharing with you yes. but it doesn't end here yeah. preach you are preaching jesus now takes us further to show us what really happens after someone dies and is buried. Mm. So now, this life that you know, that ends in verse 22, Jesus is telling us, the Bible that you say you believe, Mm. is now showing us beyond verse 22. So now go to verse 23. So after the man was buried, After Lazarus died, after the rich man died, the Bible says, when you went to bury the man and you went home and you thought it was over, (laughs) are you listening to me? You are preaching. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, and in hell, he lift up his eyes. He lift up his eyes. Now here is the inner man we are talking about. You went to bury the flesh. The one that you paid attention to, the one you woke up this morning thinking of, the one you woke up this morning thinking of the how you are going to paint him, how you are going to dress him, how you are going to feed him, you bury him. Now, the one that is inside that you never cared for, the Bible says, in hell, he lifts up his eyes. This inner man has eyes. Mm. What a preacher. This inner man that you never thought about, he has eyes. 
And the Bible says, being in torment, this inner man has nerves. He can feel. He can feel pain. He can feel torture. You say you don't like pain. Now you are going to feel pain in hell. Even go and get vaccine, you say you're afraid of needles. You don't like pain. Pain in hell. It says he was, the inner man feels it. He was being in torments. And see Abraham afar off. The inner man has eyes, can see very far. Can see far. This inner man has a potential to see very far. And could see Abraham afar off. And Lazarus in his bosom. Wow. What a painful sight that you are in hell and you can see heaven. Mm. that will be a very painful sight. Now, this is a real thing that Jesus is talking about. Preach. Jesus is not telling us one of the parables that you relate with and make up some. He's telling us a real story and he gave us names. I think you have heard of Abraham. Yes. I think you can talk, you can think of a rich man, some rich man that you know, or some Lazarus kind of man that you know. These are real people. Mm. You are because, teaching. because the people knew Lazarus. Yeah. Abraham was referring to Lazarus. Mm. He says he was in his bosom. The next verse. And he cried. This man in hell. He cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. The rich man, the, the, the inner man can talk, can cry. Vocal cords are working. You got vocal cords. They are still working. It is the inner man. is a real person. Person. Wow. He says, have mercy on me and send Lazarus. The, 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 the inner man still has memory. He still remembers Lazarus. Oh. You are sent, 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 sent. You are taking it to hell. And you say, send Lazarus. He's my boy, boy. I send him. Send Lazarus. Keep preaching. He will do anything for food. Send him. I am asking you. Send him. (laughs) That he may dip the tip of his finger in water. And cool my tongue. The, the, the inner man has a tongue that is dry and thirsty. Oh. And the tongue is not flying in the air. Hmm. The tongue is in his mouth. So the inner hmm. man has a mouth. Am I describing something to you? Yes. yes. The inner man has mouth. He has hmm. teeth. He can talk. Hmm. He says... Hmm. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger mm. in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. Mercy. There is fire, and the inner man is in there. Now, this fire never stops, and it never burns you, and you are in ashes, and you are dead, because it is not flesh. See, it is not flesh. It is not flesh. You are not saying it. See, it is not flesh. It is not flesh. Because it is not flesh, it does not bend and be bent. That is finished. And you say, when I'm bent, then I'm done. It's done. It's (laughs) over. It's not over. The inner man lives on forever. Mm. The soul, this inner man lives on forever. What a person. And then Abraham said, remember. Remember. You can remember. He can remember. Your mind can go back and remember. You remember all the things you did. You see, mm. you remember this preaching. Mm. You remember this message. You remember that someone told you that your soul is important. You will remember. The inner man remembers. We remember. 
that thou in thy lifetime receiveth thy good things and life Lazarus, evil things. But now he is comforted and thou art tormented. You will be tormented. You will be tormented. And besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed Mm. so that they which will pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that will come from thence. You see, so the inner man, once you get to this destination, are you listening? Yes. There is no way out. There is no other place. So the inner man has two places, either on this side of the gulf or on that side. It says, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed. There is a great gulf fixed between these two places. One is called heaven. One is called hell. And once you make your way to that place, there is no way of passing over. Never again you can you pass mm. over. Mm. There is nothing you can do. There is no begging. You would think Abraham is very kind. And so, I mean, how can he see me suffering like this? And I'm begging him. He says, my son, between us and you, there is a great God fix. I didn't do it. God did it. So I can help you. You cannot pass from where you are to us. And neither can Lazarus, even though he's willing, he cannot come over. He cannot are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. You are preaching. So from this narrative by Jesus, he was showing us that your soul is a person who lives on after this covering of the flesh dies. Mm. After the covering of the flesh dies and is buried, the soul lives on. Say amen. 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 Number two. Mm. To gain the whole wealth is to gain all the wealth, Mm -hmm. the money, Mm. the fame, Mm. the popularity, Mm. the acclaim, and the honors this world can offer. That is what it means to gain the whole wealth. To gain the whole wealth means you gain all the wealth, Mm. the money, Mm. the fame, the popularity, the acclaim, and the honors that this world can offer. You see, whenever we read the scripture in Mark 8 and verse 27, we must begin to think of those who have gained the wealth, the acclaim, Mm. the prosperity, and the honors of this world. We should begin to think of them. When you think, that many of such great people have died and were buried and are actually suffering in hell, it should frighten you. Mm. Please, I want all of your attention. So I want all of your attention. Are you listening to me? Yes. It should frighten you. When you think of all the great people the great and powerful world leaders, the rich and famous, all these important people that you know, when you think of how they have died and were buried, you should wonder, where are they? Mm. If you go to wealthy cemeteries, where wealthy and rich and famous people are buried, You see all kinds of grand tombstones. Mm. You see beautiful tombstones. You know, and you you, you, you see the world, we think of how beautifully this person was buried. Buried. Mm. And the honor, you know, how graceful even his graveyard looks like. But you should wonder, where are these people's souls? Where are their souls? And their souls can only be in one of two places. Mm. In hell 
or in heaven. We went away this past week and we visited this historic mansion. Some historic mansion of an enormously wealthy family. I mean, when I talk about enormously wealthy, it is enormously wealthy. You know, they built the mansion with an intent to display opulence, to display luxury, to display wealth. That was their intention. They were filthy rich. And so they built this mansion with the world's best luxury. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, sir. I mean, you should see it. Maybe one day I'll share that information with you. You should go and see it. Wealth at its greatest display. They, in their lifetime, they hosted the richest people of the world for their parties. Mm. It was said that they had 200 servants in that mansion when they have the party. And it's usually for 100 rich people. And each person is attended by a servant. Each has a servant waiting on her or on him. Money can talk. You see? And <laughs> they have rooms on top of the mansion, several rooms. They are servant rooms. Hey. Now, if you look at what is there, I mean, <laughs> it's amazing. Wealth. I mean, display yeah. of wealth. This is a wall decorated with gold. Celebrosa. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Money on display. So now I ask, hey. where are their souls? Hey, don't go there. Where are their souls? Hmm. I say the wealth that they live. The, it was said that the servants were not supposed to be visible. Because it was too rich for servants to be openly visible. Do you understand? Give you a servant. Give you a servant. So the servant must be served, but invisible. And they, they dress the servants in uh, an, an, a luxurious way, but you still have to be, you have to be invisible because the people who have gathered there are super rich. And the servant is not worthy to be in their mess like that. So you have to serve in a way as if you are invisible. A computer service. <laughs> and are trained to serve like that. And I ask all these people, mm. where are their souls? Mm. Where are their souls? What a question. Think of your fathers who mm. didn't know Christ and are dead. Your mothers who didn't know Christ and are dead. Your uncles who didn't know Christ and are dead. Your aunties, your brothers, your sisters. Think of your friends. All the important people in your life who didn't know Christ and are dead. Where are their souls? Hmm. Where are their souls? The soul is very important. When they were alive, did you care about their souls? Have you told your mother about her soul? Your father about her soul? It's his soul. Have you? You worry about what they will eat, where they will sleep, what, how they will look, how they will know that you, 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 you are taking care of them. Have you told them about their soul, how important the soul is? Preach. Hmm. Think about them. The soul is very important. Number three, your soul is important because Jesus said there was nothing valuable enough that you could give in exchange for your soul. Mm. Your soul is important because Jesus said there was nothing valuable, valuable enough that you could give in exchange for your soul. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 26. Matthew 16 and verse 26. He says, For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world 
and lose his own soul? Hmm. Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? In other words, there is nothing in this world that a man can give in exchange for his soul. There is nothing. Are you listening, beloved? There is nothing in this world that you can give in exchange for your soul. In other words, the value of your soul is priceless. Mm. It is priceless. The value of your soul is higher than the mansion I just described to you. Wow. Wow. I'm telling you. But you see, if you were to to be given the mansion and forsake your soul, you would think that the mansion is worth it. If you were to be given the mansion so you don't come to church the rest of the year, you will probably think it is worth it. If you are to be given the mansion so that you will not have time to serve God anymore, you will not have time to do the work of God, you will think it is worth it. True. But Jesus is saying, mm. there is nothing in this world, no mansion in this world. Mm. Your job is not worth your soul. No job is worth your soul. You are preaching. No degree is worth your soul. Yeah. You are not listening to me. We are listening to you. You are preaching. No marriage is worth your soul. No marriage is worth your soul. No marriage. No marriage. You are preaching. Amen. Amen. No motherhood is worth your soul. True. I am not saying no children because children have souls and they should matter. They are important. But no motherhood or no fatherhood is worth your soul. You are preaching. It's not worth your soul. At all. Your soul is important and is priceless. Anything in this world, anything that you can find in this world is not worth sacrificing your soul for. You can't put the things of your soul down for anything in this world. You can't put, you cannot say that it is, it, it is this, so I cannot do this anymore. That I have, I'm so busy with this, or this is so important to me, and this is taking me so much time that I don't have time for this. Your soul is important, and there is nothing, nothing, nothing that is more important than your soul. Nothing, 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 nothing. Nothing. You are preaching. You are preaching. We sacrifice so much. So much. We sacrifice the soul so much for all other things. Mm. Mm. But your soul is more important than anything that you can think of. You are preaching. Your soul is important. That God has appointed, number four, your soul is important, that God has appointed shepherds Mm. to guide your soul to heaven. Mm. Every preacher has been sent by God to shepherd and guide souls safely to green pastures. Hallelujah. Wow. Did you hear? Your soul is important that God has appointed shepherds To guide your soul to heaven. Mm. So every preacher, every preacher that God has been sent to you, the purpose is to guide your souls safely to the green pastures. Mm. Guide your soul safely. 1 Peter 2.25. It says, For ye were as sheep, Going astray. First Peter 2.25 For ye were as sheep going astray, but now returned unto the shepherds and bishops of your souls. Hallelujah. Shepherds and bishops of your souls. God has appointed shepherds and bishops for your souls. You see, government appoints ministers to all the important areas in a nation. 
the economy. Government appoints ministers of health mm. in a nation, ministers of energy, ministers of water. These are important things in the nation. Are you understand what I'm saying with you? Yes. Yeah. Appoint minister of finance, minister of education, <laughs> all kinds of ministers, ministers of roads and highways, technology, ministers of technology <laughs> and all kinds of ministers. Now. These are important things in the nation and ministers are appointed over them to overlook them. Wow. Now, God gives us ministers of your souls because that is how important the soul is to God. Wow. Amen. Wow. Amen. Ministers of your soul. If the soul is not guided, if the soul is not tamed, not controlled, not taught, man will naturally do what is naturally appropriate to man. True. Wow. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Amen. powerfully. You see, if I do not tell you about soul, if I do not show you how important the soul is, you will naturally do what is important to man. Naturally. True, true. You will dedicate all your time to work and money and clothes and research (laughs) and building and acquiring and hair and makeup and shoes and all kinds of things. That is what you will naturally do. God has to appoint a minister because your soul is that important. It Amen. needs a minister to overlook your soul. Mm. Mm. Wow. Wow. You are preaching. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Many of you, you don't see the value for, you know, when you see river and water and, you know, sun and electricity. And you don't know, you, you're just using them. Do you understand? But there's a minister who overlooks them. When you see a river and it's dirty, you just drive over it. But there's a minister who has been appointed by the government to see that the rivers are clean, the beaches are clean, that these are clean, these the roads. They are being, you, when you hit a portal, you just say some words and you go on. You are angry. But there's a minister whose job is to ensure that all the bridges, the roads, this and that, because these are important, but you don't pay attention to them. God also sees a soul that is important that man does not pay attention to. So he appoints a minister to guide man in taming and controlling this all-important soul. Wow. That man overlooks. You see, the nature of man is to sin. Man loves to sin. Man enjoys sin. The minister is a guide to the soul to avoid sin. You see, when you look at animals, all animals naturally have several sex partners. All animals. You know, when you see an impala, you know, you can see 71 of them. Only one has horns. Only one has horns. All the others have no horns. And the one that has horns, just that one, is the man. And all the other 70, they are his wives. Wow. And they are following him. And he's leading them. When it's not your turn, you don't come close. Wow. You understand? You see? Lions, if you see them, they are like that. Mm. If you see a dog, they go from house to house. They are like that. Do you understand? And it is natural. It is normal for them. That is the nature of man. That is the nature of animals. We are another group of animals. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? And so naturally, that is what man will do. Man will naturally like to have several women 
for themselves. Mm. That is what man will naturally will do. Variety. It is when the inner man, when the soul has been fed with the word of God by God's minister, when the soul has been fed and fed and fed by the word of God, that is when man is able to control the desires and to tame the desires of the flesh. That is when man is able to control and say, yes, this woman is also beautiful, but you can't have that. This is all you have. That is when man is able to control and say, you cannot do this. You cannot eat this. You cannot touch this. You cannot feel this. You cannot have this. You can only have one. It is only when the inner man has been fed. You are preaching. That whatever it becomes, whatever she becomes, after five children, three children, six children, whatever it has become, that's all you can have. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, yes. It is when the inner man has been tamed and fed that you have control over the flesh. The flesh is, mm, I see this one is standing nicely mm. like that. I would like to have this. And then the inner man, the inner man that you don't care about, it is mm. that inner man that you say, no, you cannot have that. You have that one already. Even though it was here before, it is down here now. That is all you have. Are you understanding yeah. what I'm saying with you? It's it powerfully. It is the inner man. Hey. The inner man is what will make you admire what you have. Richard. The inner man will make you look at the one that you have as beautiful and mm. all that you can have. It is that inner man. So it is the inner man that avoids sin. That is why the soul is important. That is why caring for the soul is important. That is why it is important to bring the soul to be fed by the minister that God has appointed so that you can avoid sin. Clap your hands for Jesus. You are preaching. Number five, your soul is important because the soul can die. Mm. The soul can die. Ezekiel chapter 18 and verse 4. Ezekiel 18 and verse 4. It says, behold, all souls are mine. As the soul of the father, so also the soul of the son is mine. Mm. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. Mm. Amen. Amen. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. So sin is a weapon or a kind of poison that kills the soul. Sin. Mm. When you sin, you don't seem to have any effect on the flesh. When you indulge in sin, it doesn't seem to have any effect on the flesh. So Mm. people play with sin. People play with sin. But the Bible says what sin does is to kill the precious soul. People are more conscious about what they eat and what they drink because those things can kill the body. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? They see the body, they feel the body, and they are conscious of what they eat and what they drink. But because many people are not conscious of the soul, they don't care about the sin that kills the soul. Mm. Sin is a terrible thing. Mm. It kills the precious soul. Mm. Now, every form of sin that you can think of is in the church. True. Every form of sin. Christians tell lies. Mm. Christians steal. Mm. Christians fornicate. Mm. Christians commit adultery. Christians mm. cheat. Christians are jealous. They are gossipers. Christians mm. commit every kind of sin that is outside. What a shock. And we kill the soul with these sins. It says the soul that sinneth dies. 
If you commit sin, it is killing your soul. It is one weapon that kills the soul. That weapon that kills the soul. So it is important to minister to the soul to avoid sin. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me just give you the rest of the points and then we shall just close. Your soul is important because the soul can be destroyed. Mm. The soul can be destroyed. Matthew 10 and verse 28. It says, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but mm. rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Mm. That is what should be important to you. That is how important the soul is. You should not worry about that which can only kill the body. Mm. Because the body is here for 30 years, 85 years, 96 years maximum. Mm. One or two. Maybe Donald will live for one or two years. Amen. That's about it. But it will die. But the soul will live forever. Amen. So be fearful of that which will destroy both the soul and the body. That when the body is buried, the soul should not be destroyed also. Mm. Hallelujah. Number seven, your soul is important because it can go to hell. It can go to hell. Acts 2.25 For David speaketh concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, that I should not be moved. Mm. 26, therefore did my heart rejoice and my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope. 27, because thou will not leave my soul in hell, neither will thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Your Mm. soul can go to hell. Mm. Your soul can go to hell. The Bible says your soul can go to hell. Hell. Mm. Beloved, your soul can go to hell. And live in hell forever. You don't like suffering? Don't let your soul go to hell. Beloved, you will regret to know that your liver was such important. When the doctors tell you. You will regret for all the toxins that you put in your body. You will regret for all the food that you put in your body that is killing your heart. When you are told that your heart is now big and it cannot pump anymore, you wish that you had never eaten these kind of foods. I'm telling you. You are preaching good. When you see a man whose heart has become this big and it cannot pump like this, but it can only do this. And you tell the person that it is because of all the cholesterol that has clogged your blood vessels and the heart pump and pump with strength and pump and pump until the heart develops big muscles. And I cannot pump again. You wish that there was no cholesterol in your body Mm. because now the heart is giving up. The heart cannot work anymore. See the water begin to swell in your feet because water cannot come back. Blood cannot come back to the heart to be pumped. Because when the heart pumps, the blood cannot go through and come back. Mm. There's no strength. You wish that you had not touched certain foods. You wish that you had listened to your doctor. You wish that you have taken care of yourself. Beloved, when your soul finds itself in hell, you wish that you have taken this message seriously. You will wish, you will wish, and I'm reading the Bible. You will wish that you had paid attention to the soul. You will wish that you had given up everything and just focused on the soul. You will wish, you will wish. But just like the heart failure person who cannot come back and fix the heart, you cannot come back Mm. and fix that which is broken of the soul. You cannot come back. True. Let me turn to the last one. Your soul can be saved. Amen. By having faith in God. Your soul can be saved by having faith in the blood of Jesus Christ. Your soul can be saved. Hebrews 10, 38. It says, now the just shall live by faith. Faith. But if any man draw back, 
my soul shall have no pleasure in him. 39. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Hallelujah. Your soul can be saved. Amen. I said your soul can be saved. Amen. Today the soul can be saved and not perish. The soul can be saved and not go to hell. The soul can be saved and you will never worry and regret that you did not save the soul. Your soul can be saved today. How can the soul be saved? Romans 10 and verse 9 to 11 says, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shall be saved. Your soul Amen. shall be saved. Amen. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. With your mouth, with your heart you believe, and with your mouth you make confession unto salvation. You can believe on the Lord Jesus, that God raised him up from the dead for your soul. To receive forgiveness. You can repent from your sins. The sin that is killing the soul. You can say I am sorry Jesus. I am sorry for my sins. Forgive me of my sins. And I want to receive you into my life. And receive salvation for my soul. That when I die and I am buried. It will not be the end. My soul will not go to hell. But my soul like Lazarus. Will be carried by the angels. Unto Abraham's bosom. If that is you and it's your prayer, why don't you all stand to your feet as we bring the service to a close right now? If that is your prayer this afternoon, you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus. I want to receive forgiveness. Forgiveness for my sins that my soul does not die and perish in hell. That I do not die and be buried and my soul will suffer forever, eternal, eternity in hell. I want to receive salvation for my soul. I want to go to heaven when this life is over. When this body ends, I want to go to heaven. If that is your prayer, with all eyes closed and every head bow, you are listening to me, you are Somewhere else, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior, wherever you are. And with everyone joining, put your hand on your heart as we say this prayer together. And say this after me. Repeat this prayer with me. I want you to say it sincerely. And Jesus will forgive you of your sins. And he will save your soul today. And when you die, you will go to heaven. Beloved, heaven and hell are real places. You may not believe it, but you will die and find out that they are real. And just as the liver had failed, you will find out by the showing of your eyes that there's a real liver in you. And now your eyes are yellow. You cannot come back. Abraham said, there is a great gulf fixed between you and us that no one can cross over. Today is your chance to choose which side of the gulf you want to be. You want to choose Jesus and receive salvation. Put your hand on your heart and say this prayer with me. And say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I have sinned. I have sinned. And I'm not worthy to be called your child. And I'm not worthy to be called your child. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. Please wash me with your blood. Please wash me with your blood. I believe in my heart. I believe in my heart. That God had raised you from the dead. That God has raised you from the dead. And I make confession today. And I make confession today. That you died for my sins. That you died for my sins. Please wash me with your blood. Please wash me with your blood. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Save my soul. 
save my soul. I don't want to go to hell. I don't, I don't want to go want to hell. hell. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I receive you as my Lord. I receive you as my Lord. I receive you as my master. I receive you as my master. I receive you as the savior of my soul. I receive you as the savior of my soul. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. On the day that I die. On the day that I die. When I am buried. When I am buried. I want to be with you in heaven. I want to be with you. So please remember this day. So please remember this day. And write my name. And write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me today. For saving me today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you clap your hands together for the Lord. And please... Be seated. Are you blessed? You look very sad from my message. Very blessed. At all not. Are you blessed? Family message. Clap your hands together for the Lord. Let me tell you. Pandemic or no pandemic, heaven and hell are real. You know, Many people are backsliding and we are careless. We care less about the soul because of the pandemic. But I just want to remind you that heaven and hell still exist. And we should ask ourselves, for the millions of people who die, where did they go? Where did they go? Where are their souls? Where are their souls? It should be an awakening for us that if we are alive today, let us make the choice to prepare our souls for the day that we also die. Sing, Shana. My God and King To you alone I see We believe you have been blessed with this powerful message. Come and worship with us on the Zoom platform with ID number 823-299-84436 every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God richly bless you.